News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The leader of Sweden's incumbent Social Democrats conceded defeat in the country's knife-edge election last night, handing victory to a loose block of right-wing parties that also includes the far-right Sweden Democrats. Uh, we're joined now by Becky Waterton, deputy editor of The Local in Sweden. Uh, Becky, it seems certain that the right will form a, a government. I suppose the big question is, will there be ministerial positions for the uh, hard-right Sweden Democrats? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. Um, So what the other parties in their block have said is basically, no, we're not going to accept that. But I think given the fact that the Sweden Democrats have the highest amount of seats in that block, it kind of depends what they what they negotiate what they say okay well if we don't get ministerial seats you're going to have to enact these policies so it's it's going to be quite a difficult negotiation for the leader of the of the moderate party Ulf Kristersson who looks set to be the new prime minister how extreme are the social democrats obviously their roots are pretty uh, extreme the sweden um, democrats yeah, uh, sorry the sweden democrats yeah <laughs> how 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 uh, like obviously the roots are, are, are quite extreme. I, I have read reports that they have made efforts in recent years to, to rid themselves of, uh, of racism and extremism. How successful have those attempts been and what are their policies like? Exactly. Yeah, you, you've kind of got two aspects of it. You've got, you've got the, the, the kind of reputation where they came from. They, they, they kind of grew out of a neo-Nazi movement. They were kind of big issues, kind of skinheads, um, in the nineties, banners saying "Keep Sweden Swedish," no votes for no votes for immigrants, no votes for foreigners, that kind of thing. But if you look at their actual policies now, it's not kind of as outspoken. But it is very far right. Like they've got policies on. Um, they want to introduce a law saying that if an immigrant breaks the law, then not only can you deport the immigrant, but you can also deport the immigrant's family. Um, they kind of want to make it harder to get citizenship. They want to abolish permanent residence permits because they, they think that if you're an immigrant, you shouldn't have the same permanent right to live in Sweden as Swedes do. So they're very kind of anti-immigrant, but their policies aren't, aren't kind of, yeah, you've got the one aspect of their history and then you've got the aspect of their policies. They're okay. kind of two separate aspects. Uh, so is it likely, I mean, impossible to tell, I suppose, at this stage, but is it likely that there will be, uh, that their price for being in government, whether they're, they have ministerial positions or not, is a clampdown on immigration? Is that the most likely outcome? Yeah, I think I think their leader, Jimmy Orkerson, I think if he didn't kind of make a big stand on immigration, his voters would never forgive him. I think he kind of knows that either he has to have a ministerial post or he has to kind of make big, he has, it, like it could also just be symbolic, but he has to show in some way that his voters have got lower immigration because of, because of him being elected. They've obviously tapped into something, whether we like it or not, they've obviously tapped into something in Sweden, uh, Becky, because they're, I mean, they're, they've gone from what, 5% a, a decade ago, over a decade ago to mm. 20% now in the polls. Yeah, so I think they were on 17% five years ago. So it's been kind of a slow and steady growth. Um, and yeah, a lot of it is kind of, it's it's obviously anti-immigration. It's also tying kind of, so Sweden does have an issue with segregation. We've got very segregated areas of some of our major cities and the different parties have different ways to deal with that. The Sweden Democrats' argument is that you should you should just force people to learn the language, force people to kind of, yeah, force people to integrate or you should, they've spoken about um, creating these 
repatriation centers. So if, if you don't integrate, you kind of have to go home. So I think a lot of people have kind of gotten tired of segregation and they've obviously decided that the Sweden Democrats way of solving the issue makes the most sense. Okay, we will leave it there. Becky Waterton, Deputy Editor of The Local in Sweden. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News.